the Jewish people around listen to me because they had short breath, they were working too hard. So So the famous question that obviously everyone asked is to a who Kalvachimer, how is it a Kalvachomer, how is the logical sequence to say that Moshe said to Kodesh Baruch Hu, Mad of the Jewish people did not listen to me, certainly Tar won't listen to me. That the reason why the Jewish people were not listening to Moshe Rabbeinu's message was because mitam because they were short of breath, that they were working so hard, they were so fatigued, they were so fatumal, they were so oppressed that they couldn't listen to him. So why? What's what's the logical? connection that I understand when the Jewish people don't listen to me. Why you saying why Parash should listen to me, especially when the Torah gave a reason why the Jewish people were not listening to him. Does that like what? Too, but, uh, what do you say? He gave a reason for Paro too that I'm going to harden his heart. That's true. That's true. But we're saying that you say he's making some connection that if, if the Jewish people don't listen to certainly Parash, and that's before God hardened his heart. Because even according to the Rambam, they didn't harden the final Rashi until after the fifth, after the five Mahas. In the beginning, he wasn't the heart was not hard. It was his own choice not to listen. He says to Zeh, Lo Yishayach Bapari, that Kaitzeruach, shortness of breath or being oppressed, is not applicable at all to Pari. Ramhavin, Zeh, Remez, and also that he, he always asks this question every time he says the Torah the Sefer is how does this apply to our Avodah Hashem to serving God? What message relevant, constructive message do I have in this? So Nira it, it appears the Isa B'Tikunim that it appears in Tikunim of Zor the Adam that people, uh, humans, that we have to become complete in two signs. That there are two signs that are, or that we have to perfect within ourselves. The Chayel, Ice Children. And during the week we have a sign which is called Children. For ice bris, and also the bris, uh, we talk that our bris kadosh are in in our matters retain into our sexual relations. Uva Shabbos is Shabbos, and on Shabbos, Shabbos itself is a sign for ice bris, and also there's an ice bris on Shabbos. You know, the, we see this. You understand the idea of a sign of Shabbos. Why don't you wear tefillin on Shabbos? Shabbos right, because Shabbos itself is a nice, and therefore we don't need tefillin. So there's, so Shabbos is a nice, and tefillin is a nice. Venira lahavenzeh. So uh, I would think to understand or to explain this. That a person, every person has a bris of his speech, and also a bris of which is the 
Bismillah Shehem, Mechuvanim, Zebazeh. That you see that they are parallel to each other in the human being. As, a, as you see, the ears are here, but the, the mouth and the bris are parallel to each other. And that has structurally that we are a representation of Torah. He said that we are a human being is a coma of the of 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 Kaddish Baruch Hu. I involved you with either one. I involved you. Pick which one you want. Okay, I am both. Yes. Yeah, so thank you. So the idea is that if structurally the human being has in the same <coughs> longitude, the same focus in the structure of a human being, the mouth and the bris, so that shows that in the spiritual realm that there is a connection one to another. So he says that these two recent, the bris halashan is our speech, and the bris hamor, which is our sexual being, are the ikr, the main of our perfection. That is our goal and being a as close to perfect as possible and that comes about by focusing on these two things. What, when you, what, what is unique about a human being is that we have speech like this domain, the inanimate, there's tomeh, those vegetation, chai, those uh, those living things that can move, and medaber, we are medaber. So, so therefore, if, if that which is unique about our class of human beings uh, is that we speech, spe- we have speak, speech, so that means that the shlemus, that we have, if that's what we have to perfect, because that's what makes us specifically human. Not that there's no language in any other creature, because we say that they all have shira, they all have a song, but as far as speech is concerned, as far as laugh, as far as that is only unique to human beings. The Gamin Zivok, Kino, so speech is certainly Madhavar talking. Gam Inyan Zivok, Kino Chazal Vishem Dipper. And Zivok, which is our sexual relations also has the same word of Dibor. Medaberas. That uh, it's the Gemara calls if a if a woman who is married is miyache with a um, with a another with a another person another man. That it says you saw her being miyache. So that is talking about. Sexual relations, and you call that medabera. So that points to the fact that the two, these two medaberas, medaber, which is sh- which is what makes man unique, which is the shlemus of man. If you want to be a perfect human being, then you have to perfect this this 
uh, attribute, and both of them are the brisalashon or brisam or, which is speech and your sexual being, and medaber clearly means speaking, but also is another connotation for our sexual acts. So these two things, speech and our sexual being, are the center of our shlemas. So the Chayn Matzinu V'dibar Tavam V'lai V'dvar Metelim says in Kriyashma that you should speak in it and not, and Chazalte, that means not with Dvar Metelim. So the words should have purpose and meaning and you should not have Dvar Metelim words that are meaningless. The Chayn Matzinu Yidu and also in this defect which we are, which we all know which is Kamay Teisa B'Shem HaRizal like it's in Arizal HaKadosh Shedvarim B'Telem Heim HaNeshama L'Pkam HaYidua that just like the body has a soul and every act has a soul so the soul in other words the spiritual deviance in which gives life to um, sexual acts that have no purpose is Dvarim B'Telem are the words that have no purpose. Umesinu she'davar batal huma she'enu payal klum and we find that what's a davar batal? Something that doesn't do anything. It doesn't affect anything. It doesn't do right. The MS k'may kein sarech liyas adiver atfilu b'toru b'tfilu liyas payal b'leiv and the same thing that's what has to be in Torah and Tfilah that it has to affect what? It has to affect our, our heart, that the change that we want to see the, take place through our words of dominating learning is that it should have an emotional effect in changing our emotional state and our heart and therefore our perception because if a person's heart is open then it's completely different than one that is closed. Those words that come out of the heart enter the heart. So unless that's what we're, that's what we're talking about. That the words of Torah should enter our own heart and oh, and and create a spiritual life. Are there nikra divor ms So what's true words? That means that the words that you say should ma- should be in one at one with your heart that you say what you mean. In, in our society, very often, if somebody you listen to the diplomatic language, you understand that what they don't say is more important than when, what they do say. And what they do say means something else. They change a different word. So it's not what you're saying is not really what you're saying. Unless I'm not really listening. So what is MS, what is considered deeper MS, is that our heart and words are in sync. So that's when we dive in, we want it, what do we want to be deeper MS? That means that what we're saying, what we mean. We mean what we say. The same thing we find by intimacy, that true seed. What is that? that your desire and your action are equal that you you're, you want to 
be mekayim the mitzvah of being fruitful and multiplying that it can lead to children. Otherwise, it's considered not Sarah Emmons. Hine Nira. And therefore, Tilsakin Bechinus Brisa Lashon, Hain Bechinus Tfilin Bechol. That the how does a person correct the bris halashon? That is through our tefillin during the week. Shenemar l'man tiyeth v'tayrus Hashem b'ficha. It says by tefillin that the Torah of Hashem should be in your in your mouth. From this, Chazal learns that tefillin has to come from an animal that is kosher. You can't make tefillin from a animal that is not kosher because it says beficha I mean I'm much beficha what is permitted in your mouth but he's saying it even more literally that Torah Hashem should be in your mouth not what we put in your mouth but actually what comes out of our of our mouth so there that's tefillin we're saying that the bris halashon which is a speech and tefillin is talking about that because should be in the words of the Torah should be in your mouth. Shabbos On Shabbos, it says the pasuk Yeshaya that that um, uh, well, how does it start again? We say it for kids every Shabbos. But what does it say? Anyway, the Dava Dover means that we are in that Darsha Chazal. What does it mean that you should speak speeches? It says on Shabbos, Shalai Yiyya Diborcha Shal Shabbos Kidiborcha Shal Chalav. Your speech on Shabbos should not be like your speech during the week. So therefore, you're not allowed to talk about Shabbos. You're not allowed to talk about weekday things, you know, I'll talk about business, and I'll talk about things that, that disturb you, in touch with Shabbat Zayat, I'll say it'll be in touch with Shabbat Zayat. Awesome. Awesome. In touch with Shabbat Zayat. Yeah. Right. Right. Awesome. In touch with Shabbat So, literally, Chazal means that your speech on Shabbos should not be like your speech in the week, and there should be a change in how we talk. He uh, the interesting thing the Gemara says that on um, Amoritz who gives you fruit is it to my you wondering whether they actually gave my sort right. But on Shabbos, if they give it to you, <coughs> you can believe them that it was they took off the miser because they would they wouldn't lie on on Shabbos. So the speech on Shabbos is different. Anyway, <coughs> in the holy sefer kedushas levi, it says the yesh beis bechinas bediver. There are two categories of speech. Yes, bechinas ma. Adam is 
that a person could become so overwhelmed with the greatness of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, we understand how great he is and how great the world is, and therefore we can become inspired or about this, and it affects how we David, uh, so a person will speak with great deal of truth because they are so inspired by the world around them and seeing the, the greatness of a Kodesh what they could see in the world around them. That's called to be inspired into the into the words that that through the great love and fear that a person, fear meaning the greatness seen, a person who is awe inspired by God's greatness, therefore, so therefore the person can now speak holy words because they were inspired by some, by their, their understanding the greatness of Kaddish Baruch. That's one way of speaking holy words. Then he says, Yesh, Bechinus, a person is not so intellectually great that they can derive, like Avraham Avinu, to look at the world and to see the greatness of Baruch but the great intellect, his bindingness and introspection. So how does a person become inspired as a person can't do that on his own? So rock, so that when a person can focus on the language of davening and Torah, and that will be what will inspire them that the words should be holy. So those are two ways a person could do it from the, their intellect, that as much be into the words, or we could actually start with the words up to inspire us. But all you days there, and through this, Hatiburim Hakidashin Fa'atman Machnisan Balaif. And by doing this that we can connect these words to our heart and therefore it and therefore we can bring the holiness into our heart through these actual words. So through these holy words that themselves can bring a person to connect and to have desire to be close to a Kaddish Baruch. Ba'al zeh, amru chazal, ha'ma'ari shivitoyah ma'afzir v'motav. Gemara says that the light within the Torah will bring them to do good. That we say that anyone who learns famous Yerushalmi, that anyone <coughs> who learns Torah will eventually do tshuva. So the good question is, uh, <coughs> that I know people who saw, I didn't see them myself, but I know people who told me in my grandmother's building that there was the old European Jews who would sit with their big cigar and learning Gemara on, on Shabbos, that it was a, a pleasure. They had, they had intellectual pleasure from learning, that they would sit on Shabbos and they would smoke the cigar. So the question is, where is the light of the Torah? So first you could say, well, maybe <coughs> it'll take a little while. What? It lit the cigar. What? It lit the cigar. Lauren. <coughs> <laughs> that wasn't the one that's going to do it. But actually, that's what the, um, 
Tzatoy talks about this. He says that if you don't approach Torah as a divine, divinely inspired words, so then it won't make a difference. If you approach it as an intellectual pursuit like any other one, like science or philosophy or mathematics, then it won't have it. it there's no more in it for you because you're just studying it like anything else. But if you say, I mean, I'm prepared now to learn the words of the living God who has revealed us, that was revealed through Moshe, through Sinai, and given down from generation to generation, and these are the words that Rabbi Akiva said 3,000 years ago, I think that's a big difference in how you approach it. So definitely your approach makes it different. So therefore, that's a <coughs> anyway, that's the famous, the Ma'or Shabbat, the light which is in the Torah, will turn him back. It's also, it's interesting that um, it says in the Sefer Torah of Rameir, you know this famous Gemara, right? It says, it says in the Pasuk in Bereshis that a Kaddish Bo made them kasnas or he made leather clothes and Vayalbishim and he dressed them, right? So it's written or with an ayin which means skin, right? It says in the Sefer Torah of Meir, it, read, it said, Kosnos or with a light, with an alam, which means to me the clothing of light. But as you know, that the Torah itself is considered a lubush, a garment of God's light, which is infinite, which God had to hide for the future because we cannot tolerate the great light that was created. So therefore, he said that it means Rameir, the one whose name was the light, the great light, he said that it means he made for us garments. Now obviously, it's, you know, if one letter in the Torah is different, that it's a puzzle state for Torah. So how is it possible that he had a puzzle state for Torah? So obviously what he's telling us is a message. You know what I mean? I'm sure the Rebbeah's Torah was written with an ayin, but if you, but when there's, there's an idea of yesh aim lamikra, do you go after the letters or you go after the sound? Oh, what a sound. So in the, in the Mesorah, the, he's explaining that God made us, because Adam Arishon sinned, that we can no longer accept the great light that was uh, intended for man to incorporate. So he made us garments of light, which is the Torah. So therefore, we have Bishim, we had a Lubushim, for the new mantras with no argument. So this, what? Or mayor. The mayor of the Mishnah, the Mishnah, the Tana mayor. In the Sefer Kedushas Levi on this week's Parsha, he searches this word mayor, and he in connection. Where's the word mayor in this week's Parsha? He connects it to the question of the era Elah, and Shmi Hashem Lo Nadati. Explains that this, the concept of uh, or a mayor laaretz ludaren that Shem's light, that this is the first clea of the orain sum, that, that uh, this is the first uh, vessel from which all of the various qualities of creation come about, and that was the level of perception of Moshe Rabbeinu that the, the avos had to, had to sort of rise up. Through, uh, through 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 Kel Shaka through that name through through seeing the qualities of Hashem in the world to, to see 
see that, but, but, but this was the level of revelation of Moshe Rabbeinu. It's interesting that he, he mentions the judicious Levi and then, and then, and then this Pasuk from the Yerushalm, which is just such uh -huh. a Well, he's explaining it with greater depth. That's what he does very well. He reveals what the inner meaning. Umutav. So what does it mean that the light in it will bring him to do good? So he's saying, Mutav Ubulashan Hativos and Eros. It says when you light an error, what when the when the coin would light an eros, it doesn't say he's mad like the Neros. It says he's mate of the Neros. He makes it better. So you see that the word Hatava by Neros means that you're able to make the light to be accessible, good. So what does it mean? He's not on the Why is it so? If a person just lights the light and nobody can have any benefit from the light, that's not good. But he's saying, when is it good? When it is shalim. How is it shalim? If we can accept the light from the from the words. So that's why the coin was made of the Neros, that we want to see that the light should give, should there should be a makabal of the light. So therefore, the Ma'or Shibitor Ma'asiri Lamutiv means that it makes us into a makabal of the light, to accept it. Inei Efshar, the Alzeh Po'u Shnei Inyanim, Shemor Ma'abchines Ha'edibur. That's why we have these two categories, Chines Filan and Chines Shabbos, which all have a connection to Dibur. That the word Naftali means I become connected. That's what Rashi explains. That the word Tfilah doesn't mean prayer. Actually, I don't know what prayer means. I don't know if it means to beg for something that I need. So he said Tfilah, it means that we connect. Like he says that Pisuli is like when you have a Oh, uh, a thread and you spin it many times so you're making it tight you're making it a, a connection on it so the word tefillah means connection so tefillin is also the same letters the same root as naftali which means that we become connected to chines is kashras but chines hadibar that we're making a connection to our words that we want God's words to be in our mouth, what does it mean? That we want these words to have a light that we will be makabal, that will, will give us pa will passion, that we should light it, and we should have his lavas, we should have passionate words, that it should be in your mouth, that it should be passionate word that the word should be as he called before MS that the words the words should be MS that they should have an effect they should not be bottle which means that they do nothing they fall and they do nothing and Shabbos is called to speak the sport speak the speech the words what does daber daber mean so it says that we should uh, we should be machnia nations under our foot like we should have our we should rule nations over under us so that hainu 
al bechinas adibur. So what does it mean on Shabbos with daber daber? That means we can rule over our language. Shenikra bechinas mashpia the bechinas adibur, which he is referring to, is that we can the mashpia to our words. So he's comparing the language of tefillin and shtachol and the language of Shabbos and and Shabbos to those two levels of speech which the which the Kedushas Levi talked about, one language that is inspired through our great intellect and our coming to understanding the greatness and the awesomeness of the Kaddish Baruch and that we can therefore have words that it's the it's the end result of our of our uh, understanding which will lead us to have passionate words that will say praise as a result of what is gr- so great. The other one is the words that we just use the words themselves to become passionate about them. So on, sh- on during the week with a language is through t- fill in which is she, he says she hey um, means that through the through the words of Torah and Tefillah we can connect and it should be mutab and that we should have the passion as a result of the words. On Shabbos we can rule over the words. We don't, it's not that the words that we're using will create the inspiration but it's the fact that we are in so, so much control of our intellect that we can actually bring passion into the into the words. That's what he says, Dabadabra, which means we are Moshe over nations, we are Moshe over our speech, and that's Mashpia Lehabekinas Dibra, that we can inspire into our words, which is what he's filling, completing the thought of the of the Kedushas lady. The Mash Shebekoichai what is in his power in the beginning to um, <coughs> introspect into the greatness of our Creator, that we can bring holy words, Mahmas, Shukas, Hashem, Shabor, because of our desire, great desire which burns within our heart to become close to Hashem. <coughs> That's what it means that your deeper and Shabbos it should not be like your speech during the week. Because during the week, the words themselves are the inspiration. And Shabbos, we're saying that we become the inspiration for the words. That's what he thinks qualitatively different. Not just don't talk about baseball on Shabbos. But saying that the whole your connect words, which mean your way of connecting to a higher to a higher world, should become come from an inspiration from you, rather than oppose the words becoming the inspiration to you. The Shabbos who begins us to sign it Hashem, because on Shabbos it says in that Dabadaba, then you will have pleasure from Hashem. What is this? What does this mean? that uh, he's referring to what all the Swarm Kedoshim talk about is Ahava Patanuga means that the role of all the physical pleasures in this world is a way to learn how to relate to the ultimate pleasure which is our relationship to a Kaddish Bar that 
if a person, in the example, Abhatanugim, the tainik, the greatest ple- pleasure, is usually the pleasure of intimacy, that if a person can understand what great love, when we talk about romantic love, they sing about love, they write poems about, about love, so if a person can experience that, then they can understand what the, what was when we say we have to Hashem that we love God. What we mean. So the whole the whole realm of pleasure that we have, or the whole realm of emotions that we have, is only a way so that we can learn how to relate to a being that is beyond what we can understand. You know the famous thing that Rabbi Tversky said: the only thing we know about God is we know nothing about God. Right? That's the essence of God is unknowable. That's called the ain't self. Torah itself is what we can grasp. That's why it's called Rabush. We can grow and grab on it because it's it, 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 these were concepts that we can we, we can understand. So how is it possible to know a God that's unknowable? A concept it's, we can't we we are not allowed to have any image of of God. We're not allowed to conceive. So how can we have a relationship? So the that is the realm of of human relationships. And, and, our own, and all those pleasures, all those, when you have, when a person uh, sees an awe-inspiring sight, the Rocky Mountains, uh, rainbows, uh, great oceans, or terrible fear, uh, earthquake, or whatever takes place. So you say, oh, now I understand what it means to have, fear, to have the fear of God. The whole image of royalty was a way for us to understand what it means to have sense of relationship or law we don't which we don't have. But that's what he means. The Shabbos is pleasure. So therefore what we're saying is a greater experience can bring us to understand bring us the inspiration into the words we're doing as opposed that's what Shabbos is. Shabbos the pleasure is permitted because we are going to try to translate all these pleasures into saying this is what the this is what it means to be close to God. This is what it means to have uh, a great love of spirituality. The im came, and therefore, based on Yonim, Tefillin Shabbos, these two things, Tefillin Shabbos, Hain Lusach and Bechinis, Bris Halasho, which is, is come to correct uh, the Bris, the, the covenant with our speech. Yuchal Adab Bechinis, Dibur Emes, that we should speak Emes, which means on Shabbos, during the week that we want our words to me- and our heart to be in one, that they should, that we should, the words, we should understand what we're saying, we should become inspired by the words that we're saying, that, they heart, that the mouth and our heart should be straight and connected. And through the fact that we can con- correct the bris and therefore we will be able to Correct the bris of Baor, which is bris mila, and that will take a whole lot more to really get into. This Rashi table is here. Bris. What? This Rashi table is here. Bris Maor. I thought it was with an hour. No, Maor is with an ayin. Because he printed out here. Bris Maor was with. What does Maor mean? What? What does Maor mean? It means the bris. From the skin, Maor. No. I don't know why, I don't know the root of that word, but it means the... Air to be awake? What? Air to be awake? Language? Maybe, maybe. 
because he says that the end result of a person not having integrity in the bris leads to tim, tim tum pale, which means that your heart becomes uh, immune and becomes uh, not, can't become passionate, so therefore it's a covering. Or I think it has to do with more of a covering that, you know, at this meal you take off the cover, cover of it, and by a person who indulges in too much, in, in illicit uh, relationships becomes becomes hardened from spiritual experiences so and it becomes a cover. Related to Gilead Royals? whatever, it, all of anything related to that type of Gami, you do yeah, what's the ultimate job of a Jew? That's what he's saying, man. He's yeah. saying to make that... Cur- he's saying that the Icar is to make... If it's we can create this integrity of our speech, yeah. which, which, if you listen, you know, the, I'll tell you, the, finish with the, fa- with the famous story of the, of the Paleoids. But it says one, that one time he went to visit somebody, you know, somebody, and he stood by the door and he went to, you know the story, went to the mezuzah, took his hand off the mezuzah a couple times, and he said, is there another door to get in the house? You know the story? No, I heard, I yeah, know. yeah. So, so he said, okay, there's another door to go in the house. They went in the other door. So they found out later on that they were so excited that he was going to come visit. So they put a doormat in front of the door. And it was a it was a mapas nida. Anita had had uh, slept on it, right? Not that we're calling them today. Not that you know we're we're nizer. In the time if you read the Ramban, in the time by Rachel and Yaakov, when Lavan was searching tents, and she said, "I can't get off because I am, I have my period today." So they, even in those days, that they considered it was a. They, they were very careful about neither they felt it was a tumor, but we're not in that at all. We, you know, it walked me amazing. So they all started tumbling that the man has Ruach HaKadosh, you know? So you guy got to him and he was making a tumult. He said, I don't understand, I have no Ruach HaKadosh. He said, when I went to the mezuzah, I put my, my hand on the mezuzah, and every time before I do a mitzvah, I try to think about what That's what he saw for How does a person connect? all the time what you're doing, because anytime you do something, you think about Allah and Torah to that, that makes it a connection, integrity. So when I, every time I put my hand on the mezuzah, I put a hilfus nida. So I don't have any ruach al-qaedis. So I, I figured something's wrong, I should go into another door. Get the story? So the point is, his derech Hashem was, I'm always connected with whatever I'm doing, I'm always thinking about how it connects to Torah, right? Uh, uh, that's not Ruach What? That's not Ruach HaKadosh. <laughs> Just to be... To, 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 but I'll tell you... There has so somebody... God thought, puts thoughts in your mind of Ruach HaKadosh, and that's... Look, you... It's... Stop it. If you have to explain it in Chassidish's story, you lost it. Like, <laughs> I, I, anyway, the thing... The other thing is that... Um, uh, so that's what it means. In Lamaisa of connecting the Brisa Lashon or Brisa Ma'or means that you're connecting your intellect and your words, that there's an integrity of what you say, what you think, what you do. That's the, that's the, if a person connected everything, then the person connects to God all the time. That's, that's, he's telling you how. That's it. These, if, you, if we could think before every word comes out of our mouth and 
we could be on top of our game, then we're doing good. And if we could, you know, inspire our word, get inspired through words, we should be able to have words that are inspired and become a purpose to be, what's the goal of a Jew is to be connected to God. That's our, that's our goal. That's the purpose of Torah. And not to do all this. The end result, the process of this is to be connected, yeah? It's a powerful idea too, the, the idea of the bar and the table being We're parallel to Right. He's saying it's very powerful. I'll tell you another, finish up with another story of his son, Reb Labelum. Um, that in Russia, the custom was always to have the um, meat before the fish, soup. When they have a meal, we have all that soup for us, right? Mm -hmm. fish. Fish. What? Yeah, I'm not talking about shops. You have soup and you have and a main course, right? Okay. When do you serve the soup? Before the main course, they have the main course. Before, right? So they, in Russia, they did it the exact opposite. They, the Russians, or they, the Jews, or everybody. The Russian. That's what okay. they used to okay. do. Okay. So sure. one Shabbos, you know, so that's what they do. They bring out this. So they would. So on Shabbos, they did it differently. On Shabbos, they brought out the soup. They brought out the chicken, right? So one. Uh, yeah. So they were going to bring out the soup. And the labeler says, "Why is it? I never understood this. Why during the week we do the exact opposite? We have the chicken and the soup. And this and Shabbos through the soup thing. I don't understand it. Bring out, bring out the um, chicken. So they brought out the chicken. They saw that there was a shot of chicken and all the chicken was trade. And, and the soup was not kosher. Because they brought out the chickens, first they saw there was a problem with the chicken, and therefore they had to throw out everything. Well, right? So the next shop is the garbage didn't know what to do. So he said, well, what should we do? He said, what do you mean? Bring out the soup and bring out the chicken. He said, but last week you you uh, told us to do these things. Last year, last week was the first time it ever occurred to me this question. So I figured I have, I have this question. There must be a reason for it, and therefore I told you to change. I don't have a question anymore this week. The point is, the man thought uh, their their thoughts and actions were always connected. All right, guys. Okay.